Welcome to the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. The opinions and ideas expressed on this show are solely those of HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com and its guests. This is the very best of professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. Yes, sir, you already know what it is once again, and you already know where you've reached. This is the number one up-and-coming brand new professional wrestling podcast in the New York City and Tri-State area. This is the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast. So happy once again to say what up, though. I'm your host, Sean H., and we have another major guest in store for you tonight it just doesn't stop the biggest the best the brightest in the professional wrestling industry are right here hashtag hw weekly the hubbard wrestling weekly.com podcast before we get started as always got to let y'all know for all your web development and web platform needs make sure you go to hashcrea.com that's h-a-a-s-c-r-e-a.com Hoshcrea.com because we love tech. Yeah, man, it's another huge show in store for you tonight. Definitely no drop off in the star power on this show. We're so happy to have him with us right here on the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com podcast. This man is taking the wrestling industry by storm. He's been in the game for a while. Actually, several years, but in 2018, he has stepped it up about 10 notches. This is one of the best big men in the industry today, one of the best performers in the industry, period. He has some grievances he needs to air out with a couple people who have called him out, a couple of people who have been on this show. You know what I'm saying? My man, Riot Rage, through his sister in the GOAT, Ivy Roman have had some things to say. One of the legends of the industry, Steve Mack, has had some things to say, and he's right here. To right the wrongs in his mind, right the wrongs that have been said about him right here on this show. This platform is for the very best in professional wrestling, and this man is no exception to that rule. One of the most devastating finishing maneuvers in the industry today. Booker T calls it the Harlem hangover, calls it the Houston hangover. I call it the hangover. I guess it's the Jurassic hangover because the Jurassic juggernaut is the one who delivers it been beating people three on one in NYC wrestling in New York City, and he's all over the country doing his thing, and he's heading straight back to NYC. Protect your neck on August 10th. He is the one and only Jurassic juggernaut, Vince Steele. Welcome to the show, my dude. Hey, how you doing, man? Real good to be here. You already know, man. We're so happy to have you. Listen, we're going to get into all the... The stuff that's been talked about in a little bit, but we want to start off by letting the people know a little bit more about what you're about. We have a lot of listeners now. This show is really doing well, and it's only going to be enhanced by a, a guest of your caliber, my dude. So why don't you tell the people what got you in the industry, what made you fall in love with the business, and then we'll get to some more serious issues. Uh, well, it's 
we start off by when 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 I was with Mark. Well, I'm still with Mark, but um, when my first experience of pro wrestling was um, to be totally honest, was it wasn't Hogan, it wasn't Ric Flair, it was it was the beautiful ladies of Glow Wrestling. Wow. Okay. Yeah, up, up, up here in New York, they used to come on like every Saturday morning right after Soul Train. Okay, and that's that was what's up. one of the things that I watched. That's what's up. Netflix is having a little bit of a special on them right now, right? Um, it's their second season. Nice, nice. So you, uh, the woman of Glow, got you interested in the industry, huh? Well, that was my first exposure to wrestling. That's what made me like wrestling. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. So from from that first interaction with the industry um i guess the question would be where did you or when did you decide that you wanted to actually not just be a fan but then become part of the game oh wow we're gonna go all the way back to we gotta go back man the people want to know yeah um i was i became a regular wrestling fan but for me to actually want to become a wrestler it would have to be during uh, the title run of Mike Awesome in ECW. Okay. I was I was very you know I was a little husky kid back then I wasn't big like I am now. Okay. But um when I saw Mike Awesome fly in the air I'm like wow. This guy's as big as Hogan and he's doing this stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. I could tell why he'd be one of your inspirations, considering. Uh, you're finishing move right now, and I'm going to talk a lot about that during the course of this show. I've been getting a lot of tweets about it, and uh, you're changing the game with that move. We're not going to talk about it right now. We're going to get into it too in a minute. But uh, before we do, man, uh, you talk about you know being um, a fan of Glow, and then you, you transferred into the other organizations. Were you a WWE and WCW guy eventually? When, oh, yeah. Especially back then when... We had hot boxes off of cable. Mm-hmm. I was I was watching all the pay per views with no problem. That's what it is. <laughs> I I understand what it was all about. Yo, my mom's wasn't letting me order them pay per views when I was ten, eleven years old. Man, it was too expensive. Yeah, twenty five bucks were a lot back then. Man. Yeah, man. I mean, thank God for the network now, right? But but the pay per views are still sky high, bro. Oh yeah. Now, now I'm just worried about because it's not only the network, man. I got I watch New Japan World. I, I, I even watch the um the one that's um that Evolve is on. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yep, yep. I, and and you see, um, streaming said I'm 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 always I got my eyes on everything nowadays. That's what's up. Well, it's always good to get inspiration from from many different avenues, especially in the wrestling game where. Your character and the way you come across on screen and to the audience is so important. Listen, man, the Houston Hangover is an iconic move. You know what I'm saying? Booker T made it famous for Harlem Heat. I'm sure there's others who have used it, but never from a man your size. I mean, the agility it takes to come off the top rope, do a full somersault leg drop with the precision that you've been able to pull it off. It's nothing short of spectacular. Tell the people, man, how you came up with this move and how you've been able to execute it like a cruiserweight. I mean, you are a big man, and you execute it like a cruiserweight, my dude. Well, um, it, it, it goes back to being being a fan, man. Um, back when um, the Tale of 64 had no mercy, that was one of the moves that were on there, and I was always, a, I was always drawn to 
to that movie. Nice. So, um, you know, I, I, I looked it up. Um, I checked out actual people who actually hit it. Um, I, I only got to witness um, Booker T hit it one time. Okay. I actually, like, I, I just recently found, like, older footage of him hitting it. But, like, I only seen him hit it one time. Got you, got you, got you. I think, I think his most famous one in WWE, I mean, obviously, WCW, it goes without saying, that's where he made his name, but he hit a real, real perfect one on the big show in WWE at Vengeance 2002. But, um, you yeah, know, I didn't even know that. Yeah. The, one I was, the one I was talking about was the, the, his WrestleMania match with Triple H. Oh, yeah, he hit that with precision, too. I thought he almost took Triple H's head off. That was perfect. By the way, he should have won that match. That was that was very messed he up. He should have, yeah. He uh, definitely did. Booker T deserved to go over in that match, but that's that's another story for another day. Listen, I'm not going to beat around the bush no more, Vince. Um, We, we got to get into some things, my G. Like, uh, Once again, I appreciate you doing this interview, and I know you're taking this interview special because... um. People have been calling you out, man. We're gonna we're gonna touch on this one by one because it, it it shows that you're doing your thing. Because if people didn't care about you, if you weren't relevant, nobody would call your name out. But there's been a couple of people, some real big names in the industry, uh, that have been calling you out, and uh, I want you to touch on them one by one. We can kind of group two of them together. Uh, the goat, uh, the greatest of all time, stable specifically. Uh, Miss Ivy Roman, on behalf of her brother, Riot Rays, I know you and he have had some major issues over the past several months in NYC wrestling. I well, mean, we've been physical, we've yeah. been physical, but a lot of the jaw jacking has been been from Miss Roman herself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh man, it all it all started with Twitter. Like she, you know, they said take on um, taking jabs. And I couldn't take it no more, man. She owes me. She owes me a plate of uh, pancakes. Okay. <laughs> but talk. I mean, tell the people, man. Like, look, it is what it is, man. You think you're the best big man in the game. She thinks that Riot Ray is the best big man in the game. I mean, what's gonna happen? We don't know when it's official. When you and Riot Ray are gonna collide. I don't know if that's been made official by NYC yet or wherever it is in the world. But whenever that day comes, tell us what's gonna happen when you and Riot Ray finally get in the ring. Hey, I per I personally think Riot Reigns is not ready to face someone like me. Okay. I don't know if you, if you look up Riot Reigns' track record, a lot of his good matches are with guys a lot smaller than him. And I I'm I'm no small guy. I am the next big thing because I decided to become the next big thing. It wasn't given to me. I decided to take it. Okay. And I consider myself the best big man in the business. Just for the simple fact, because a lot of big men cannot do what I can do. Well, you're, I mean, you're changing the game. Like I said, the Houston hangover off the top rope. You know, you're, you're very agile for a man your size. And you're you're beating, for God's sake, you're beating people three on one, Vince. So it's clear that you're, you're on top of your game. But listen, I, I'm a journalist, so I got to ask the tough questions. Okay, no disrespect. You know, Riot Rays ran in. The last event at NYC, and you decided that discretion was the better part of valor. You decided to fight another day. What's the reasoning behind that? Like, like I'm saying, I, I just, I don't think he's ready. Okay, so you stepping out was kind of you doing him a favor. I did, yeah, I did him the favor, 
And in fact, he, he interrupted what I had going, man. Mm -hmm. The the ultimate food fight, you need the ultimate fat guy to be a part of that. And he screwed it all up. Wow, okay. I was about to take a bite out of a hot dog. I was going to take a bite out of a cheeseburger. And then he wants to come on and be Mr. Superhero. Like, I understand you got to make a name for yourself, but I'm not a stepping stone. You ain't going to go through me. I feel you. Listen... We got to tell the people, man, at NYC Get Rich or Die Trying this past June 3rd. It's, I can't believe it's a month ago already. Uh, by the way, happy holiday, 4th of July to all our listeners out there. Listen, June 3rd, you took a man over your head and launched him about 20 feet into a solid cement pillar. I mean, yeah. that was vicious, man. It was a feat of strength that I don't think I've ever seen. I was sitting ringside, Vince. It was amazing, my dude. Like, tell us more about that. What was the... I mean... You clearly had the man dominated. I guess you were just trying to prove a point. Yeah, man. I had I had to I had to make my step. I had to let people know that I'm that I'm here and and, and I'm and I'm ready to, to take this to the next level. And what better way than to throw somebody about 10, 10 12 feet in the air and toss him right into a pole into a pillar where I bet his his sweat glands is still there. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It was a spectacular moment. Um, I'm so happy I was there to witness it and report it for the website. Listen, that's why I wanted to have you as a guest, man. Listen, there's no doubt that you're one of the most talented individuals in the industry today. I definitely think you're one of the biggest and most strongest, best big men in the game today. But like I said, Riot Race is coming. So, I mean, I know you say he's not ready. And, and that's, that's your opinion. You're entitled to it. But I guarantee you that uh, Ivy Roman, uh, Cage, and Rays, and all the members of the greatest of all time feel differently. You know they're listening. I mean, tell them what you're thinking about this situation. I want I want everyone to understand. I have been in pro wrestling now on my 17th year. I've been held back for, for a long time. I'm not, I'm not like a, a lot of guys. I don't deal with the politics. I don't kiss ass. So right now, it is my moment. It's just too bad that, that Riot Rays want to take that moment from me. And you know what? I worked my ass off building myself up and to finally get a, a platform like NYC to showcase my skills. I'm not, I'm, yo, Rays, if you're ready, bro. Then bring it. Let 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 the matchmakers know, because I'm clearly ready for you. I don't really think you're ready for me, but when that day comes, you're gonna see God, and you're gonna rethink your you're gonna rethink your life after you face me. There's no there's no denying it, because you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna rethink you're gonna rethink your life. You're gonna you're gonna have to come up with some. Some sort of a, a, a back backup plan because I don't see you walking out of there, buddy. Well, like I said, you know Riot Rays and all the members of the greatest of all time stable listening, and I think somebody very influential by the name of El Ray All Day, Jarrell Arroyo, and the powers that be at NYC are listening. I think the people want this match. Matter of fact, I don't think the people want this match. I know the people want this match. And this is going to be a, a, an encounter of epic proportions. Um, so you feel, if I'm not misunderstanding you, Vince, you, you think that 
not only is he stepping up prematurely, but you also think he's almost trying to steal your moment. Most definitely. I don't think he's stepping up prematurely. Every man has a right to get what they want. Okay. But right now, it's my moment. And there's no one, no, 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 no army, no groups, no police, no one can stop me from what I'm what I'm trying to accomplish. And that's to, to become to be and to make plain and show proof that I am the best big man in the business. See, I've I, I have never have gotten a chance to meet such great big men just like Vader, Mike Awesome, um, Andre the Giant, those are guys I look up to, Bruiser Brody, those are guys that I look up to. And I'm trying to emulate Matter of fact, I'm trying to surpass them. Okay. Because okay. this is the this is a new generation, and I I think I'm I'm up front of that generation. Well, like I said, big man, you're shining. Uh, we had a chance to talk uh, back at the uh, it was all a dream event. I, I had an interview with you back then, and um, you know you were. I tell you, man, you're different outside the ring because you are a complete monster inside the ring, as you should be. As you should be. And you're out here to make a name for yourself, but I think you already have made a name for yourself, and I think you're on your way to bigger and better things, big man. But I got to say, between the Houston hangover off the top rope, throwing people 20 feet into solid cement pillars, and now this impending, I guess you could say, impending war with Riot Rays and the members of the greatest of all time, I think that this is going to be something really, really huge. I hope so too. Well, there's no you know, doubt about that. But listen, there's somebody else, man. There's somebody else that has something to say about you, and uh, you know I'm not here to stir the pot, but as a reporter, it's, I'm doing my job. So, I recently had a chance to speak with one of the most legendary wrestlers in the industry today, uh, Hit Squad member. Well, he claims the Hit Squad still belongs to him, even though he and Dan Moff have clearly parted ways. But one of the legends of the industry, Steve Mack, uh, called you out on a recent episode of the HubbardWrestlingWeekly.com podcast where he said you were stealing his moves. And he said the next time he sees you, he's going to slap you across the face. Uh, uh, I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but what do you have to say about that? Well, with much due respect to Steve Mack and what he has done, He's referring to that to, to that toss. Okay. When I tossed the dude to the pillar. Okay. Years, years, years ago, he had he had did the same similar thing. He threw a kid into a wall, and and his name was ringing bells all over the place. But this is my problem with it. If you can't pick my big ass up to do it to me, it's not your move. Okay. But I can tell you one thing. I can launch Steve Mack, and if, if if he's ready to fly, I don't mind showing him the the, the way to go. I ain't got no I ain't got no beef for him and that like that. Whatever he's doing with with with, with Dan Moffat, whatever. But he come to my face. That's a different story. Well, Steve Mack, you know, according to what he was saying to me, he was preoccupied with what he was doing with Dan Moffat and. You know, he, obviously we know that he ran in and, and really did some damage on Dan Moff uh, at uh, NYC back in, in June. But uh, he said if he had seen you do what, what he uh, didn't approve of, he would have slapped you across the face. 
And he said that's something that still stands. So, I mean, I know you guys are going to be in the building together again. So, I mean, who knows? Hey, it's, it's the only thing between us is opportunity. We got the opportunity, go right ahead. But I ain't going to stay here, Steve. And just as bad as you want to bring it to me, I'm going to bring it just as worse to you. How do you think a one-on-one encounter would go between you and Steve back? Just just hypothetically, since we're, we're putting it on the table. Well, we gotta we, we gotta look at things differently because Steve Mack he's he's a vet in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, I was blessed enough to start to start wrestling at sixteen. Okay. So that's why I have so much more knowledge in the game and all that. And you know, I'm still young. Steve Mack he's he's pushing a certain age. I don't want to put his business out there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I think I could go longer than Steve Mack. I think I'm. I can out. I can outstrength Steve Mack. Um, I can outrun Steve Mack. It'll, it'll pretty much be one-sided, to be totally honest. And then my personal thing: Hey, you may call me cocky. I just see myself as a confident person, and I believe in my abilities. But Steve Mack, man, it, I I whoop Steve Mack's ass. One, two, three. Hangover. Boom. I'll even toss him out of the ring, too, if he wants that, too. So let me clarify this for our listeners. You're saying that you believe not only that you would defeat Steve Mack if you guys got into an encounter with each other, but you think you'd do it in, in relatively easy order. Yeah, and I, and, and I would do that same move. He believes that's his. See, to me, if, if you're claiming a move, you got to do it to everyone you face. And I don't see Steve Mack doing it to me. Steve Mack had lost the weight. He ain't big, big Steve Mack anymore. Okay. I, I'll launch his ass somewhere. Wow. Well, I know that the legend Steve Mack is listening, and I know that Riot Rays is listening. I, I hope. I hope. I hope everyone's listening. Okay. Because I've been, I've been, I've been held back for way too long, man. I should have had this one years ago, but you know what? The run is now, and I ain't stopping. And there's no one, truly no one that could stop me or say different. Because I'm the best big man in the business. I'm the Jurassic Juggernaut. I'm Vince Steele, so. Well, you're certainly not going to get any argument out of me, Vince. Look, uh, I mean, this interview was, was a long time coming. I'm so happy that you were able to come on the show because as soon as your name was mentioned, I reached out to you. You reached out to me and we made it happen. I'm sure this is not the last time you're going to be on the show. Before we let you go, because we're about to wrap this thing up, because I think you said what you needed to say, man. But uh, before we let you go, we want to make sure you uh, we give everybody the opportunity for you to tell them where you're going to be uh, as far as your upcoming dates and your social media contact. All right. Um, upcoming dates. Um, if, this, if this airs, probably, probably air after, but on uh, July 13th, okay. I'm in BCW. Um, in the Bronx, um, July 14th, I'm in East Pro Wrestling in Bacota, New Jersey. Um, July 21st, I'll be in, in Spanish Harlem for um, Legendary Action Wrestling. August 10th is NYC. Um, August 25th, I will be competing for the Malenko Cup in from South Florida for um, the promotion Coastal Championship Wrestling. That's huge. And I've been... I've been making I've been making moves down there. I've been my name is ringing bells right now down there. They just witnessed the the, the Harlem Hangover for the first time out there. 
Um, this was um, June 23rd when I was out there. Got you, got you, got you. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to be selfish, man, but I got to do my job. We want to make sure you come back on the show after NYC on August 10th, maybe a week or so after, so we can talk again, man. Is that cool? Oh, definitely. Set it up, man. That's what's up. Listen, before we let you go, let everybody know where to find you on social media. Oh, yeah, Facebook slash Vince Steele. I have a fan page on there also, the Jurassic Juggernaut Vince Steele. Um, Instagram, um, Steel Vince. My my Twitter account is um at the Remix V Steel, and that's all right now. Yo, Riot Rays, Steve Matt, you wanted a response, you got one. So I guess we're gonna see what happens next. Yo, Vince, once again, thanks for being on the show, my dude. Thanks for having me, man. You already know what it is. Listen, once again, I'm your boy Sean H. He's the big man. He's the Jurassic Juggernaut, Vince Steele. And this is the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com podcast. We're out of here. Peace. This has been a production of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com, home of the Hubbard Wrestling Weekly podcast. The very best in professional wrestling, both independent and mainstream. The ideas and content of this show are the exclusive property of Hubbard Wrestling Weekly.com. The opinions of its hosts and guests are theirs and theirs alone, as this show and website are not associated with any professional wrestling organization.